This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And welcome again to College Talk Full Time. I'm Russ Coleman. Joining me right now is Max Cohen. This is our initial reaction show to Fulham's 1-1 draw against Barnsley. Unfortunately, we could not do this show after the match because of my work schedule, but we're doing it now. I've watched it. Max obviously has watched it. Now it's time to talk about it. Before we go on any further and I get Max's opening thoughts, I do want to mention this because we're really trying hard to build up our YouTube channel. Subscribe to Cottage Talk on YouTube. We're slowly building it up. It's a little over 400 subscribers. I, I want to get that much higher. A couple thousand would be fantastic eventually to get this thing going. But it really helps other Fulham supporters find us. So we're getting there. It, it takes a while, but please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. Okay, Mr. Cohen, let's get going. I want to get your opening thoughts before I go on any further. One thing I want to mention I am wearing this shirt, which was a gift from the Reynolds who are visiting from Spain. They actually sent this to me or gave this to me. And uh, I'm very happy to be wearing the uh, foam shirt today. So, Max, we have a lot to get to in a short period of time. Your opening thoughts, I'm sure we're going to talk about the penalty situation. Uh, We have to talk about that. But just opening thoughts on uh, what we watched today. I have been on the show many times saying I don't want VAR in the championship. <laughs> I love the feeling of scoring a goal and knowing that nothing's going to take that away. Yeah, I've said it's you know too nitpicky in instances. Yeah, T- today today changed my mind completely. Um, it, it was probably the worst call I've seen in the last five years. I, I can't remember anything quite as terrible as the awarding of that penalty because number one. Russ, and we have to talk. It has to be the first thing we talk about because okay. the rest has, has let us down. I'm going to mention the performance in a bit, but the fact that Morris tugs Tosin's shirt in the first instance, he's dwelt on the ball too long, but it's a foul. That should be a foul. And then he's slipping. Tosin doesn't even come close to touching. Doesn't him. even come close. Morris pulls Tosin's shirt a second time, falls to the floor, zero contact, and the referee waits one, two, three, four, five seconds and gives a penalty. 
It's the most baffling thing I've ever seen. And it's a horrible call. It, it's a horrible call, Max. And I, you know, again, you and I have talked about how I want VAR. You've been against it. I keep getting arguments made for me with situations like this. 100%. Um, I just want to get that out of the way because the second <laughs> point is the performance is terrible. Yep. Um, it was, it was. I want to share this from Trevor, who's heading home from the match. Hi, Russ, on the train home, a bad performance today from the last. Yeah. I would agree with that. We didn't we didn't deserve anything from this match, to be honest with you. Uh, Barnsley were excellent. Barnsley wanted it much more than we did. It's a cliche, but it's true. This match meant so much more to them than it did to us. You know, 15 points, whatever, clear at the top of the league. Yep. And it showed. Uh, very disappointing, considering, you know, we are clear. We are in a great position to get yep. promotion. That being said, we have really tough away matches. If, if the side that we shows really up do. this afternoon shows up against QPR, Middlesbrough, West Brom, I can't see us getting anything out of those matches. Not to raise the panic alarm, but right. the attack, Russ. I mean, apart from the first three, four minutes of the first half, until the last 10 minutes, it was nothing. It was completely anemic. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. Yeah. And, and you know, we have to give credit to Harry Wilson. Oh. What a strike. I mean, at the end of the day, we got a point, and we kept the unbeaten run on the road going, which is impressive. A great, great curler. That's a quality he has. Yep. And the miss. So well, that's the yin and the yang because we're going to talk about that. Being Harry Wilson today, you score a fantastic goal and then you miss a sitter. So how do you feel today? You know, and again, that stuff happens. But that goal, and we'll talk about it. That goal was fantastic, but that was uh, not a great miss. But we'll uh, get to that in a bit. But I'm glad that you got us started here because Fulham did start right. They did have a couple opportunities early, Max. But then they dried up, and then it became, again, a, a match of uh, not really much going on, you know, go back and forth until we get, get to the point where we're going to talk about an opportunity from Carvalho right afterwards, the penalty situation. But they did stop right. The question is, why could they not continue that momentum? Yeah, I was, I was baffled by it. You know, there is this fixer congestion. We were missing Cabano. Well, I was going to ask you about that. How much of a factor was it missing Niskin's Cabano? Yeah, How much I, would I you think put it, on was, that? it was a factor. I mean, that could overread. I really like him as, as a player, as a person. He was poor. Uh, I don't think he has a future for us in the Premier League based on this, this season alone. And it really showed that we had so much less di- dynamism and attack, I think, with that could overread. But I don't think it's fair to single him out because Mitrovic was poor. Yes. Carvalho was anonymous except for that shot because our central midfield was weak. And I think the general consensus, uh, which the commentator said, and I agreed with it, was that we got sucked into the kind of match that Barnsley wanted to play, which was. We played on their terms, Max. Yeah, which was hoofing the ball up, which was, you know, they were pressing us and give us time on the ball. And honestly, a lot of our players kind of stooped to that level in terms of getting bookings, getting into the referee, getting into it with other players. It wasn't the kind of confident top league performance we thought it was going to be. And it showed because we were essentially camped out in our, our own half by the middle of the pitch for, for an hour long stretch. The camera didn't even shift to the Barnsley goal. I know. When we went on attack, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a nice side of the stadium. They're the away supporters. We hadn't seen it all the first half. Well, very interesting there, my friend. And let's now talk about, you know, and again, later on in the half, you know, I'm just picking out moments. You do have the opportunity from Carvalho, which again, fleeting compared to what was going on from the good start. And But right afterwards, you have the uh, penalty situation. But 
I keep asking myself, why were there not more opportunities, Max? And listen, it was a decent opportunity from Carvalho. It was. It was a good strike. Um, the keeper probably saw it late, but it wasn't quite in the corner. So it was, it was a comfortable enough save, uh, but it was credit to him to take the shot. Yeah, but I was kind of baffled by it. Again, we we're, we are playing away from home, but it's not like we struggle away from home. No. We actually have a better away record in, in the past, you know, 20 matches than we do have a home record in terms of only having lost. I mean, last time we lost away was was Coventry City in October, I believe. Right. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, it was a huge stretch. There just didn't seem to be the kind of intensity, quick passing. I think part of that was Seri. Seri was rightly pulled at halftime. He was poor. Yes. Good decision Harrison by Marco Silva, honestly. Yeah. Good decision. Harrison Reed wasn't quite at it. Um, and also, we had Anthony Robinson, I think, having a very f- bright first five minutes and then kind of retreat into a shell. And I think you have to – I mean, look at the quality of the sides. You know, you, it, it says it all that Dominguez Kina is one of their star attackers. and he Yeah, he is. I mean, bench. it's unbelievable that we're talking about him on this show. When he played yeah. for Fulham and could not make an impact, which or a also, positive impact, I think, I think this has to go down to preparation. I think perhaps the players took it for granted. They just won five one midweek. You can't they do that. The table can't, and do, can't that. do that. Championship. And let's let's not forget uh, first day of the season 2019-20 season. Oh, we go to Oakwood, we lose one oh. and it just seems to be our bogey round. I, I, it's I don't know what it is with Barnsley. Disappointed by it by yeah. this side. They know the championship. They know there's no easy matches. I think we just kind of showed up and mailed it in. That's the only explanation. Okay, very good. I'm, I'm going to just share some comments because uh, going back to our conversations, this is Trevor again. So we massively miss Cabana. He was there. Now here is his comment on Bobby Decadover. He just didn't think he played well. You know, again, I understand the comments here. Let's now get a comment from Alan. The penalty and the prem, the ref would have been sacked. End of story, basically. I, yeah. I you know, again, I don't know if I would go that far, but it was a horrific call. Horrific call. We've all already been talking about it. But, you know, again, that's the next moment. Russ, that was never a penalty. I totally agree. If you're going to do that, Max, and we'll talk about this in a little bit when we talk about the end of the match. What about the situation with Muniz? Now, we did not get a good view of it. I don't think that was a penalty. But if you're going to call the situation with Barnsley a penalty. What about the situation with Muniz? And, and then, of course, you have the sitter from uh, Harry Wilson. But call it both ways. Call it both ways, Max. Would you agree with that? 100%. 100%. The Muniz situation, there's actually contact, uh, which is more than you could <laughs> It looked like it. You know, again, it was a faraway view. Yeah, it was a faraway um, view. Trevor, if you got a good view of that, please let us know because I know you're listening or watching the show. Let us know if you got a good view of the situation with uh, – Rodrigo Mooney's, which then led to uh, the shot by Harry Wilson, then unfortunately went wide. Okay. And here's another point on all this. This is from Dave Cronin. And you already talked about this. Tosin was fouled, had his shirt pulled before the penalty decision. What more do you need to know, Max? I mean, the quality of referee we've talked about this time and time again is just not up to par. It just isn't. And I know people hate VAR. But it would clean up some of these situations, Max. 100%. Um, it, it's just unacceptable because that is a situation where VAR is going to be so useful because it's a clear error. Clear. And, and, that, and that's what it's there for. Is to take that's away exactly the what it's there and for. And obvious errors. Of course, I think my issue is with it is when it comes and it tries to 
um, overturn the non-clear errors in the offside. I agree with that. You're totally right, Max. I'm with you on that. And if it's and not clear and obvious, to, yeah. it should not be called. It should not be reversed. When you slow things up. down in slow motion and sometimes try to create something where there's not, I've seen yep. that many times in the Prem, but today, I mean, come, I mean, he, it was so, it was so ridiculous of a, of a dive and it wasn't, it was so much of a dive, Russ. Oh, it was a terrible grabbed, dive. He had to grab onto Tosin's shirt to stop his fall. He just, I mean, and then he scores the goal, right? Then he scores the goal. He's the hero, right? And I'm thinking yeah. to myself, I would be calling him out if he was a phone player and listen, any Barnsley supporters that are watching or listen to the show, fair credit to your team. Your team played very well. Fulham did not play well, and that's a credit to your side. But I am not on board with diving. I, I can't go on board on that. You didn't deserve the penalty. I, I would just say that. Did you deserve something from the match, from your play? Yes. But you did not deserve a point this way. You just didn't because it was a dive, Max. 100%. 100%. And again, the last thing I'll say on this, because it's infuriating, but let's talk about how many times Mitrovic has been manhandled in the box. Oh, well, we could season. do a whole show on that. He's, he's had his shirt pulled. Yeah. He's, had, he's had himself tripped, kicked, shoved, any which type of contact. And it's been completely looked the other way. And another striker, it's a different yeah. set of rules and a totally different situation. Right. Totally there, Max. Okay. Before we transition to the second half, we have to talk about a key moment. And listen, Tim Ream is 34 years old, but he's playing well for Fulham this season in the championship. And this was a key moment in the match, Max. We cannot move forward without talking about this. If he doesn't clear this ball and they go up 2-0, Fulham don't come back and get anything from this match. This is huge. So I want to give Tim Ream massive amount of credit for here and also the way that he played overall, Max. I think, uh, you know, apologies for not mentioning this earlier because this might be the moment of the match where I, Rodek gets chipped, balls over his head, yeah. and that's a goal. That's a goal as far as I'm concerned. And out of nowhere comes, as you mentioned, the 34, Emory, 34 years old. And puts his body on the line, and not for the first time that match, I might add, to clear it off the line. And it smacks right into the bar, the side. Amazing. I mean, that's, that's the dedication you want from your captain uh, and just the athleticism. Yep. And the awareness, a great defensive play. And you're right, that saved the match because at 2-0 down, that match It's over. Considering it's how over, we Max. Done. Because to Barnsley's credit, they were resolute. They were running out of gas, as the announcer kept saying in the second half. There's no question about that. I just don't see Fulham scoring two goals. Well, we could talk about what happened at the end of the match. But it was going to be very difficult. So keeping it 1-0 was massive. So huge amount of credit to Tim Rim. Huge amount of credit. Okay. Max, let's transition to the second half. I think this is a key decision, and this, to me, is something that Scott Parker wouldn't do. I'm just going to say it. Halftime adjustment brings on Tom Kearney. I think this is huge, Max. Your thoughts? Yeah. Matches like this are not for Sari, and that's why I do worry about him, his future at Fulham in the Premier League. I think he has his attributes, he has his talents, he has his quality, but when you even have the manager saying, in the past that an away match at a tough situation isn't going to be a match for Sarri. You know, in the past um, months when he's put in Shalaba, Silva has justified that by saying, we knew, you know, Mika wasn't going to play this match. You can't have a player who's kind of like a part-time player. It's not okay. Um, but Kearney, Kearney came in and we've seen much less of him over the past couple of weeks because of injury, but 
his passing range was much improved. Even that ball he played through to Wilson late in the second half uh, when Wilson cut it back to Dekodo Vareed. Excellent, excellent skill. And I'm glad that he, he shook it up because it needed a change. Right. And, but let's be clear. I don't think Kenny came on and revolutionized the match or immediately brought a spark. He was still presence, though. His presence. But the Very presence important. was there. And I think his, his eye for a through ball and, and the exactly. company playing his quick passes was a benefit. Absolutely, Max. And uh, as we talk about the second half, you know, I'm starting to doubt if Fulham were going to get that equalizer. And let's just jump all the way to near, obviously, the end of the match. You have this goal from Harry Wilson. And this, again, I don't remember. I was speaking to uh, Steve Reynolds, who's actually here in Boston, as I mentioned before. And he's trying to think of the goal that he scored similar to this. And I was thinking, was it in the uh, FA Cup against Bristol City? Did he score a goal somewhere like this? Goal, Max. I, I was trying to figure out. He has scored a goal like this. Do you remember who? Well, it, I, I think this is unique. I mean, in the Bristol City match, I think it was a it was probably a cross. I think that just went all the way through. Yeah. Okay, but that was a cross. That's right. That wasn't – I forgot about that. That was more of a cross. That was. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the goals of the season, in my opinion, based yeah. on the occasion in a, in a moment when it didn't look like we were going to score for all, all we tried and, and all of our struggles to come up with a moment of brilliance. Yeah. That's what sets us apart from other teams in the league. And this is why the signing of Harry Wilson in the summer was so crucial because he is the type of player, when you see him on the team sheet in the championship, you think, what is he doing in this division? He's far too good for this league. Right. And that's that's the attributes that teams that have gotten promoted and stayed in the Premier League have had. The likes of Leeds, Villa, you know, just to name a couple, um, Wolves. They've had essentially Premier League players in the championship. This is like my mantra, and I'll say this if we get promoted. That will be the determination of whether we stay in the league, is if, if we can keep these players and if we don't have to chop and change the squad as much. Oh, I agree. I agree, so Max. Players like Wilson who have that Premier League quality to pick out the top corner uh, in the eighty in the eightieth 80th minute in a tough away match when we struggled all game, that's just next level. I did love Silva, however, motioning the players back, saying, I know. "Get the winner." That's the mentality we need. But you know, he he was allowed to celebrate this one. It right, was a- he was allowed to celebrate, but the goal was to win the match at that point. You know, get the goal, and rightfully so, Silva's trying to get their heads back to where they needed to be to get the winner. It almost came. The end. Uh, knowing that Wilson had an empty net and missed it was, was very tough to take because the win here would have really put us on our way to, you know, clinching, you know, the next couple of weeks, next couple next month, you know? Um, so it was tough to watch. Also the ream injury kind of took the, took the, the sting out of the match and hopefully he's okay. It was a lot of blood. It looked like it had, had bandaged. So it was not end to the match. Yeah, I guess I guess I'll talk about the man of the match for me, and I think it has to be Harry Wilson. Even though he missed missed a sitter, um, he has that amazing skill to kind of curl it in the top corner in the crucial time in the match, uh, and that was just excellent. Uh, you see Dave Cronin in the comments saying Reem is man of the match. I think that's a good shout. He did save the game when we were down one nil, and if it was two nil, as I mentioned, it would have been over. And he's been someone I think doesn't receive the credit he deserves. You know, maybe we're guilty of that, too. We want to talk about the attackers all the time. The defense has been very good this year. <clears throat> and he's someone who not a lot of people expected, I think, to play at the high level he has been playing at this year. So credit to Tim Ream again. Uh, you could also say, um, 
Definitely not Mitrovic, I'd say. Yeah, honestly, it's probably just Reem and Wilson are the, are the main stars for us right now in this match. Let's see if, if Russ is back here doing a whole one, one man show. Um, but yeah, let's 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 talk about <clears throat> the road ahead. I'd say. Uh, feel free to drop in the comments. When do you think Fulham can clinch on Mac promotion? We have West Brom coming up in midweek. That'll be a tough match. Keep your away tough match, and then Millsborough away tough three tough away matches. Um, and then Fulham Coventry on the tenth of April. I think that will be a really really great match uh, to watch. Actually, I'll be in London for that game, traveling over on holiday. I just secured tickets. That'll be very exciting to see. And hopefully it can be the match we clinch promotion. People had said five wins, um, but with the draw today, that might put that out of consideration. We also have to think about the other sides dropping points, which they have done a lot. I will. I do expect a big performance in West Brom um, on Tuesday. We need a, a response, and I think Silva's quite good. Um, and getting the response of the players. Oh, Russ is back. Hello. Okay, very good. On the fort here, man. Were you able to hold on the fort while I was gone? I did all right. I think it was fine. Okay, but I'm glad back. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, crazy. Uh, and but I'm glad that I was. Uh, you know, uh, we'll see how this looks like uh, when I edit this. But uh, thank you for holding down the fort. And it sounds like I got back just in time. Yeah, I was just about to end it, Russ. Um, but we can talk about man of the match quickly. Okay. Dave Cronin said Reem. I went with Wilson. And I was honestly struggling to think of a third option, uh, which kind of says it all about the performance. Okay. All right. All right. Very good. And I'm, and thank you, Max, for, uh, like I said, doing that. And uh, that was not good. That was not good. That was, uh, I don't know what happened. And it's funny because uh, I just changed the Wi-Fi and everything's fine now. But I should have done it before the show. So there's a Goldman. That's the reason why we have the issue. But Max is a real pro and he took care of us. So thank you, Max. Yeah, no problem. Um, and I, we were just talking about also in the comments, how many wins do we think we can see promotion in? And I did say that I w- will be in London. Really looking forward to that for the Coventry match. I have yep. Tickets to the cottage. Cannot wait to be back. My first time since COVID. So I'll be really exciting. Uh, and it would be ideal to see a promotion winning performance. How about that? Okay, well, would my friend, and uh, Max, you just gave me some good news. So it looks like at the end of the season, I'm going to meet Mr. Cohen in person. Goldman will meet Cohen, so that's going to actually be a, a very good thing. I want to meet more foam supporters. You know, it's funny. I enjoy when I get to meet foam supporters. I, I don't get the, the chance to talk in my daily life besides doing the show about foam, so I'll be able to do that with Max. And I recently, like I said, did this with uh, the Reynolds who are visiting. So, Max, I look forward to meeting you in person. Likewise, Russ. I can't wait. Um, I'll be in, in Boston in the last week. So the first weekend of May, last match of the season against Sheffield United, and hopefully everything is done and dusted by then. But okay. if not, it'll still be a good match. Okay, excellent stuff. And thank you very much for saving the show. You saved the show, Max. You're, you know, You saved the show. But let's wrap this up. For Max Cohen, I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. 
at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.